1: recently, uh, just published, as a matter of fact, and it, it it draws an interesting link that never even crossed my mind. It, it took a look at air quality and emergency department visits in Edmonton, and it found there could well be a link between air pollution and increased hospital admissions for substance use disorders. You know, why would that be? Let's find out. We're going to chat now with Dr. Brian Rowe. He's a professor in the Department of Emergency Medicine at the University of Alberta, and he was one of the doctors involved in the study. Dr. Ruhl, thanks so much for joining us. I appreciate your time. Uh, thanks very much for having me, Shay. So, I mean, this is a really interesting study, and it's a link that I never even thought to explore. Basically, what you did is analyze the number of ER admissions or, or cases and, and compared them with air pollution. Was it really just that simple? Well, um, yeah, it's, uh, it's it sounds simple, but it was very complex. Yeah, there's a lot to go through, right? Yeah, so
0: essentially what we've been doing over a, a number of decades is looking at emergency department visits and correlating those and linking them to air quality indicators like uh, carbon monoxide, nitric oxide, sulfur dioxide in particular matter. And, um, you know, these are large administrative databases that um, provinces collect uh, on a regular daily basis to to look at health indicators. But the linked to air quality is something that's uh, emerging as an important contribution we think about it mostly in uh with respect to lung conditions sure. so for example asthma copd and pneumonia how to how does bad air quality affect your lungs but um that's a local effect and and these these uh Small molecules and particles can be absorbed into your body and cause a systemic reaction. So it goes through your body and causes um, health effects to occur outside of the
1: lungs and the heart. Interesting because you're right when we talk about air quality, we tell people to stay inside, avoid exercise, especially if you have lung conditions or breathing issues. so I mean and that part you know makes sense to all of us. we can understand why. Um, but the affecting of behavior, is there any idea why why air quality may have an effect on behavior?
0: Yeah, well, so these molecules and particles get absorbed into your body and they're considered pro-inflammatory, so they cause inflammation. In your body, and um the best example of inflammation are things like conditions like arthritis um, you know uh, that uh, causes inflammation of the joints or uh, inflammatory bowel disease like Crohn's and colitis, which causes inflammation in the bowel so these this inflammatory reaction is a very important part of how people stay well. Um, so, infl- decreasing your inflammation overall is uh, important. So, inflammation of the of the brain is thought to be one of the mechanisms. Um, these these molecules can dysregulate the uh, release of neurotransmitters in your brain, and there's some evidence that they might be able to um, they may be able to change the tolerance to, say, for example, drugs and medications. So, these are complex theories. Uh, they're being investigated. And what we know is that at least in animal models, there's evidence that exposing animals to uh, air pollution at the levels that we're exposed to in adults uh, causes them to have behavioral problems. So there, there is experimental evidence in animals. There's this observational Uh, correlation in adults and and children. So uh, I I think it's a real uh,
1: phenomenon and it's been demonstrated repeatedly around the world. So are you saying there's a physiological response, you know, an actual, because of the inflammation and all the rest, that might cause something here, but also a psychological one that we've seen in animals where they actually do, they feel differently psychologically due to air pollution and may seek out substances for that? Yeah.
0: So in the animal models, it's it's more mood disorders. So okay. uh, they get depression and anxiety. They they don't eat uh, the same way. Um, but it, it, at least in the correlations that have been explored with Health Canada, drug abuse, drug use and uh, abuse um, is correlated with air pollution. We're not entirely sure of the mechanism, uh, but I think it's it's important to recognize that. You know, these are large databases, and if there was a lot of noise and not really much association, you wouldn't see these these um, correlations. But the fact that we see them suggests to us that they're real. They've been repeated elsewhere, and now we're finding the me- – we're looking for the mechanisms, and it's not entirely clear uh, what all of the mechanisms are, but um, some of them that I've just described are, are being explored uh, by
1: scientists around the world. So, so Doctor, where do we go from here? I mean, this seems to be fascinating in terms of opening up a lot of avenues for exploration in terms of people living in cities, people living in different places where pollution is really high. I mean, what can we do with this? Where do you think the next step is with this kind of research?
0: Well, I think, uh, you know, one of the things that uh, we know is that the data that was used was collected from the Edmonton zone in 1992 to 2002. So, we're 20 years later, yeah. we don't think it invalidates the results, but there's certainly um, uh, you know new data that's available, so it would be important to repeat this. Um, we also had the pandemic for two years, and we're still feeling the effects of that. And during the pandemic, less driving, less industry, less air travel, far less pollution around the world. So, did that? If, if in fact, this is a cause and effect, we should have seen a reduction in uh, in some of these presentations, sure. right? It would make sense that if the air quality is better um, and and this is actually a direct effect, then we should see decreases in presentations for some of these conditions. We know stroke is associated with poor air quality. We know heart heart attacks are associated with poor air quality. There should be a reduction in those events, and that's work that's ongoing now. Um, I think we We need to look for ways to protect humans from uh, poor air quality. And I know in Ontario they closed the coal-burning power plant in Atacocan, which is in the far north of Ontario, and it improved the air quality in southern Ontario because particulate matter from power plants, uh, particularly fossil fuel-burning power plants, is a real problem. And so
1: when we see that, we should investigate the, the changes in these presentations to the emergency department. Very, very interesting work, Doctor. Thank you so much for sharing it with us today. Really appreciate it. My pleasure, Shay. Have a good day. You too. That is Dr. Brian Rowe, who is a professor in the Department of Emergency Medicine at the University of Alberta.